Hey, what's going on? I'm Eric. I'm Brent, and we're from the band Shine Down, and we are hanging out with Rob on Front Row Live. What's up, guys? I'm finally with the guys from Shine Down. Thanks for taking the time to sit Thanks, down man. with me. I appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Of course, of course. I'm excited with this record. I've been listening to the record for the last three weeks already, Great. and I just can't stop listening to it. Um, album number six, Attention, Attention, drops May 4th. Let's jump into you first starting to work on the record before you know the band even said hey let's start working on a new record sure. um you had already lined up a lot of songs um that not necessarily happened for this record but you were already ready in that you were in that next chapter for the band um while you were doing all this you also kind of ended up producing the record is that a mentality that you had when you first started writing songs no not at all um yeah, i just started working on you know working on the songs to to basically get a jump start on the record because uh, I felt like last record I didn't really do that like I should have yeah. and and we love that we love the last record but it's just for me personally yeah, yeah. peanut butter on the last record he wasn't ready, <laughs> wasn't ready. <laughs> but uh no man we uh I I I just really wanted to uh to, to kind of get a jump start on it I didn't want to feel like I was you know I was behind the eight ball with it and it really uh it got a lot of things out of the way for me that I that, that felt like they weren't for this band mm -hmm. and then w brought in the things that, that out of myself that really felt like they were and right. uh um, so yeah, man, just, just, you know, I think I ended up with like 25, 22, 22, 22 different, man. just pieces of music, maybe some melodic ideas. Um, and I think we used two of them for the yeah. record, but that's fine. You know, the kind of the way we approached it is I always prefer when I get in the room with my friend here, right my here. best friend in the whole <laughs> world, I get in the room with him and, uh, you like things to happen organically. Right. So those were always like, well, we have these. You know, if we if we need to jump to something, if we're having a day where nothing's happening and we, right. feel, we feel like we need some inspiration, and uh, you know, one of those ended up being uh, brilliant, the last last song on the record. So, uh, um, you know, we're uh, I, I'm really really glad I did it, yeah. and uh, it, it it sort of by the time we started into the actual songwriting and actual record making process, it, I was I was already you know steam steam train you know at that right. point. So right. um, everything was just happening really fast, and and uh, you know felt really organic and great so. right now I, I like that i mean you guys have quoted it before many times and it you know it it's the truth you guys never write the same record it's always something different um this being I guess it's being quoted a concept album to me listening to the record it takes me on a journey that's what i that's what i experience when i go and you know put the record on so being that it's the first time that you're writing a record that takes you on a journey like that like what was that writing like for you? Um, is it something that did you have to work on the first song to get to the next song? Did do you write it like you normally write every other record where you just write a batch of songs and then figure out which one fits? Like, how did that writing process work out for you? Well, if you go back to the fact that he had 22 compositions um, already just musically done, there were no melodies, there were no lyrics or anything. It was just music. That's kind of where the idea was sparked into the idea of let's not do a quote unquote traditional album where, you know, you might write, you know, 30, 40, 50 songs or what have you. You'll pick the 10 best, you wrap it up in a nice pretty bow and then you give it to the world. Um, this was a little bit more interesting because I hadn't heard that much music done ahead of time okay. so it all sounded like it belonged together and me and Eric talked about the fact of we've never done anything from a conceptual uh, point of view right. uh, to make it a story um, so that's kind of like where that idea was sparked 
Um, and then when we got together, we started to, I mean, I think we initially just went in and just started writing songs that we felt were strong, but we weren't kind of like knocking them out. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is it's not like we were in the studio and, hey, today we've got to finish this song and then move to another one and do another one and do another one. It was we, kind of organic. Well, we were really, really meticulous in regards to the material. So there wasn't a lot of songs, quote unquote, written for the album because each time we finished one, the next one, the next one needed to be an extension of the story. Right. Uh, and we didn't really figure that out, that it was going to be a story album until we got to a song called Get Up. Um, and on that one. Yeah, and before Get Up, though... Um, it's interesting because the song Black Soul, I remember that song was completely, had a different idea. Um, the very first song complete? Yeah, yeah complete was, was Black Soul, actually. Yeah. And Monsters was written after Black Soul. And then uh, normally it doesn't take me like 10 days to write lyrics to a song when we're writing it. Uh, but Get Up took me a minute. Um, really because... I I wrote it about my uh, as he said, and I'll say it too. I wrote it about my my friend. My I wrote it about my partner over here, who I you know not only write songs with, and we record and we play music together. We're with each other all the time, right. you know. Um, so, but by instinct, you know, I didn't want to offend him or hurt his feelings right. or in any way whatsoever. Um, uh, tarnish any of our commitment with each other or our friendship and the interesting thing was is that I think that when I finally got the okay from him that's for me from a lyrical standpoint all the rest of the material it, it wasn't necessarily like every song came really really easy after that but once we decided with each other that we were going to be completely honest about everything because nothing on the album was like pulled out of thin air right it all comes from a very real place and you've always you've always said that you never want to write something that you don't that you have no experience about right um, it's whether it's political I mean, or it's like an actual issue yeah because like i mean if if me and eric are like commissioned to do like you know a song for a film it already has a plot and a story that's a lot that's of like what different. diamond eyes was right. when sylvester stallone you know he talked to us and he said i just need you to you can you know i, I kind of want you to do a four on the floor type beat but i just need you to use the words boom lay boom lay boom i remember me and him looked at each other and we're like how the hell are we going to make this cool um i think we did a pretty good job though um but yeah man the the arc of this whole record is it's a lot about myself it's a lot about eric it's a lot about barry it's a lot about zach it's about the four of us that was the thing about get up was was that you know, and he didn't need my okay. He doesn't, yeah. you know, he, he didn't know that at the time. He was being respectful, but, you know, um, it, it, at the time, once Get Up was written and it was, it was, it was extremely personal. Yeah. And uh, then we started looking back at some of the other songs. You look back at Monsters, you look back at Black Soul, and you go, you know, we're basically, you know, pulling our, you know, just, just cutting ourselves open and giving it to everybody right. because that's what these songs were starting to be about. And Get Up really, went, once we, the acknowledgement of, of what that song was about and the fact that it was so personal um, made it okay to go in and 
kind of let all the demons out. Yeah. And and uh, and we call it digging in the dirt. Digging in the dirt. Okay. Yeah. There's a lot of healing in that when you when you when you get in right. both not 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 only musically but lyrically you go digging in the dirt and right. you, you search and find and scrape and dig for the really really great stuff and the really uh, uh, poignant lyric and the real subject matter and that and that sort of thing and uh, that song was the was the catalyst for that it's actually funny the day we recorded the music for that song there's an Instagram video of us pulling the piano apart because it was making <laughs> it was making a funny noise yeah. and it's all it's on our Instagram <laughs> and I think it's still up there and it too it was making like I can't remember exactly what it was but we we took it apart <laughs> piano apart we actually said you know uh, we're, we're working on a demo for a song we're working on a song yeah. hopefully one day you'll get to hear it Man. And guess what? That's I'm that's glad, it's glad. it's actually that piano was recorded that day on that that's on that amazing. on that piano. So I'm I'm really glad you touched on that song because throughout the whole record, the two songs that stick out to me the most are "Get Up" and "Special." Mm -hmm. um, "Get Up," you, you kind of like you mentioned, you know, there's certain poor, uh, certain lyrics in the song that kind of jump at you, yeah. and for me, like you know, ever since I started working in the music industry, I was involved with a lot of friends or fans or acquaintances that kind of wanted to go to that direction. And, um, you know, thankfully I was able to be there during those times. And yeah. so listening to the song, it just, it, it hit me. It felt really personal. Um, so, you know, like I, I appreciate that you guys wrote something like that because I don't think a lot of artists do that today. Um, and when they do, it doesn't really come out the way that If we that can just did. make a, a very, it's a valuable point about the album, Attention, Attention, just from our perspective yeah. to the rest of, you know, the globe. The whole record is really about not being afraid to fail. I think that sometimes people will put themselves into a corner and they will paralyze themselves yeah. mentally and physically sometimes because if they want something more for their life and they want to try and achieve it, they will sometimes second guess their worth and if they're even capable of it. And the fact of the matter is, I don't think that you're going to be defined by your failures. We think you're going to be defined by the fact that you didn't give up. Right, you went through with it. Yeah, because... I mean, the reason I am who I am and the reason Eric is who he is, I'm sure the reason you are who you are, Rob, like there's got to be moments in your life where you don't win because you need to understand like you weren't either ready at that time or you needed to there was there was some, that I've always felt like at least for me personally there were specific reasons why I failed at certain times it was to better me whether it was a physical or a mental situation but I learned from it I didn't get frustrated by it in the capacity of like I'm worthless I looked at it and I asked myself what do I need to do in the future so that I can achieve what I'm going after you kind of you got to use it as fuel man right there's always something Learn. I mean, even in making this record, which I, you know, it's one of the hardest things I've ever done. Yeah. You know, and there were moments of of just being kind of down and out about certain aspects of it. Maybe this this one particular thing wasn't going the right way, or this mix right. wasn't happening the way I wanted it to happen. And and I would have to stop and go. I would literally stop and go. Out of all of this frustration, there has to be something I can learn. You know, and that's that's what it is. It's it's like even at your even at your lowest point learn something to pull yourself up yeah and uh it's easier said than done sometimes but yeah, it, but it's an, but it's an important thing to do I and agree. and you can always look back on those situations and go oh that's what i was supposed to learn or right. that's what i did learn from it i'll tell you something specific too you know because i was with him um 
virtually every step of the way. I mean, I, we spent a, I mean, I know this because I spent 179 days in Charleston last year because I stayed in one hotel the whole time. And, uh, but I'll tell you something, knowing him as long as I have and working with him for as long as I have, um, he's one of the most like, you know, just from, from a musical and a melody and just a very, very broad individual because Yes, he plays bass in Shinedown, but he's so, so much more than that because he plays multiple instruments. He has an insane singing voice. You know, he has it, just the way that he kind of looks at music and knows how to put things together in a very, very original way. He's a very unique individual in that way. A good thing, too, is like with this and the fact that he self-produced it, um, and we did it as a band, you know, especially bands will sometimes when they hear that you're going to self-produce something, the industry and people around us will be like, what, the, you know, what is this going to spaceship and fly away? But um, he made a good point about that, which was, you know, we've had a lot of teachers and we've worked with a lot of great engineers and we've worked with a lot of great producers, male and female and songwriters and what have you. And, you know, you learn from that. But he made a good point, which was we would rather go crazy making this album rather than watch someone go crazy trying to make it. And one of the things I was the most proud of him uh, during the whole process was he did get to that place where he doesn't want to feel like on a daily basis that he that he didn't accomplish something. He has to accomplish, even if it's one thing, if it's multiple things, it makes him really happy. Right. <laughs> but it's, there's gotta be at least one thing that gets accomplished it's every like single day. It's drug, man, you know? It's like the accomplishment drug. But <laughs> it was cool to watch him some, not all the time, but it was cool to watch him on certain days, like when he was just, you know, he just didn't have it, yeah. or I didn't have it, or whatever. And he'd look at me, and he'd be like, Let's get the hell out of here, and, you know. And for him, and I would usually be the one going, "Man, we should just, maybe we don't go in today." And he'd be like, "No, no, no, we got to go in." But the days that he would look at me and be like, "Let's get out of here," you know, I was proud of him because you kind of have to go outside of it sometimes right. and come back so that you can reflect on it. Right, right. That's a good point. That's a good point. But yeah, you know, like. I just I love the way that you guys kind of this record just seems organic, like all together. But I feel like this record will be the the next one that is gonna open new doors. You know, you know, it's gonna go further than the previous records. I feel like because, j like I said, like I keep listening to this record because it's talking to me. Mm. And I, you know, like we all go through something. Like we all we well, all feel what's what we going set on out here. To do. Yeah, and we you wanted to make clearly you did it. Clearly you did it. So it's like, I, I'm excited for this record to drop May 4th because I feel like it's just going to blow up. This is going to be the next step of Shinedown. We just wanted the opportunity um, for ourselves, too, to do something that we hadn't done before. And we've never put a record like this together, even down to the artwork yeah. and the way that things are laid out. This symbol of, you know, what's more, you know, you know, we named the record Attention, Attention for a reason. There's a reason why the cover is an exclamation point, but right. that's our exclamation point to the rest of the world. You know, And the other thing, too, is the album bookends itself. At the beginning of the record, you're going to hear the knock on the door. You're going to hear the person walk in, pull the chair up, sit down, take a deep breath, and exhale. Devil will begin, and we are going to take you on this psychological and emotional journey. And then the album doesn't really 
end though which is cool it just it's right. it has a finale but you know i don't want to give anything away because you'll hear the end of you know right. the, the album and what happens but even but I like that like yeah it, even the even the end of the even, yeah even even in its most positive moment which, which is the end of the record you know there's still warnings in that song and yeah. and you know you're, you can't rest on your laurels and, and just because maybe you've, you've made it through this storm which is what this is about beware and 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 keep your head up and keep your head screwed on straight and and you still have to work at it you know it's not like yeah. it's not it's like it's not all puppy dogs and pollyanna roses <laughs> and shit at the end of it you right. know it's like it's uh you know it, it there's a there's a definite uh hey you know we made it out but at the same time you know beware you know yeah, yeah. Now, can you guys tell me a little bit about special i i again that was another one that that stuck out to me and i loved the the string mm -hmm. instruments that are in it um it feels like you had a full-blown orchestra towards the end yeah. i don't recall you guys doing that before not like that um the reason why get up and special are together is is for me they are uh i always call them the twin stars they, they kind of the uh the, the rhythms in the in the in the piano parts are the, are the same yeah. you know the tempos are very similar musically i'm talking about first of all that and um Funny enough, the, uh, the the progressions are are similar, and what's amazing about that song is that Brent and I wrote "Get Up," mm. but uh, Brent, Scott Stevens, and Zach wrote "Special," you know, okay. and uh, probably months apart from each other. Um, I I ended up going in and doing some writing on it after the fact, but I loved the fact that someone else, and, and talk about this, this record has a this record wanted to be made. Yeah, you know, that someone else, some other some other other writer working with with Brent and Zach, you know, were, was, was putting together something that was so similar for me to my ear as, yeah. as Get Up. And I always wanted those two songs to go together. And sub subject matter wise, you know, um, special to me, you know, it, 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 it's, it sounds really dark at first, you know, you listen mm -hmm. to it and what it's in, what it's saying. Um, but then you realize, honestly, at that point in the record, it's probably the most positive thing that can be said because you're throwing off all of the outside demons and people who are in your ear and and i think the genesis for it was was a lot of, of online negativity and that sort of thing and, and towards you guys just toward anybody just in general just toward just towards human beings yeah. we have a knock at the door <laughs> um but Jeez, <laughs> trying to get deep in here, yo. God, we're gonna do this again. Here we go. No, it 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 um, it was it was speaking to those, and I just know me with the depression, and I remember, you know, I would be down, and I'd get online, and I just see how people are talking to each other, and what they're saying to each other, yeah. and the way they treat each other, the lack of humanity, the things people say to each other online they would never say to each other's face, and when you listen to special, it actually becomes. I remember the moment that I had that thought of like, wow, this is a super positive moment because yeah. you're going. You're not special. You don't have this control over me, you know. And and uh, um, that's why Get Up makes an appearance in the end of that song. It's like, you know, here is here is the you know when you hear the Get Up refrain come back into the end of Special, it's like, you know, the positivity is going this way. It's right. like an army, you right. know. And um, I just I love that about it. I know Brent can probably add a lot more to uh, to the lyrical side of things. Special is really the the moment in the story too. You got to take into consideration like when people listen to this record, and they're, of course they're going to have you know hopefully they're going to have their songs that are their favorites. We want them to to love the whole record, but it is meant to be. If you want to hear it the way that we presented it and how we wanted it to be heard, it is an album. It's supposed to be at least from us. If you want to get the whole picture you have to start it from the beginning 
listen through the you know the middle and then the finale it does tell a story um we want people to put themselves inside that story another thing about the record is is that everything takes place inside of a room if you've seen the first two videos uh the devil video and then the human radio video you'll notice there's a couple of frames where you just see the chair you know there's symbolism inside that we're also going to be doing a video for every song on the record because we're going to tell the story but to answer the question with special it's about the fact that i think that the technology that we have now i think it's remarkable um that you don't have to necessarily if you have something that you need answered you can figure out what it is pretty quickly. In the same breath of that, you've given everybody an opinion. You've given everybody a platform. And I think what happens is, and what I don't want to see happen to just humanity, is what we three are doing with each other right now, which is having a conversation. I don't want 23 hours a day my 10-year-old son, which he doesn't do, but I don't want his head buried with his thumbs doing this all day. But when you go down those rabbit holes, man, because everybody has a platform and everybody does have an opinion, it's a lot, I think it's a little bit, at least what I see, it's really easy to get on the bandwagon and be negative. Sometimes it's a lot more difficult to find the positive in a situation. And sometimes you're up against that. But for me, special is that statement where it says, stop waiting on your 15 minutes of fame because you're not special. I'm putting that on me too. And what I mean by that is you're not special, but neither am I. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's all in what you want for yourself. You have total, the great thing about being alive and being a human being, and there is a real thing called the human spirit. And I don't want people to lose that connection with each other. I don't know if you've ever, like, gotten up in the morning and, you know, you'll be the first person you see. Usually you'll see yourself in the mirror. If you can't make that person happy, then you're probably not going to be able to make anyone else happy. But that's very, very important. Not in a selfish way, but just in a sense of well-being. And... Man, I, I can see it in myself. I've seen it in Eric because I've watched him do it. I've watched it with Zach. I've watched it with Barry. But we can go about our days, man, and there'll be moments where we'll see a total stranger or what have you. And not because it's karma points. It's because we're compelled to do it because we have a soul and we have you know feelings. You go, Have you ever gone up to someone that's a complete stranger just because you kind of notice maybe they're not having that great of a day? Right. And just going out of your way just to go, hey, you okay? Can do, do you need? Can I help you? Do you want to talk about it? I guarantee you, some people would be like, why would you ever do that? Yeah. Well, that person, if that actually happened to you, and you were to go outside of yourself to, you know, extend yourself to someone, just to ask him, hey, man or woman, you know. Are you okay? You may be surprised with what happens. Yeah, they might have just needed someone to ask if they were okay that day. And that might just be enough. That's a good point. But that's really what, you know, special is. It's about don't lose don't lose your humanity. You know, it's uh it, sometimes I feel like it's an endangered species and I don't want to see that happen. Yeah. That's that's true. And that's what and, doing that to us. and that's what I mean about it being just this just this ultra positive moment. Like I say, it doesn't sound like it at first, but it really is. It's it's probably, like I said, the most 
positive thing that could be said on this record. Yeah. That, yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, this record, like I've religiously been listening to it. <laughs> so, Why do you think like, it as much? I just, yeah, I just can't wait for it to be out so then I can actually blast it in front of everybody because <laughs> I have to hear it in my own headphones. But, you know, I, I appreciate that you guys, you know, did this for album number six. I think it's, like I said, I think it's going to hit so many new fans um, personally. And, you know, like I look forward to see, you know, what happens after that. I know you guys have to go. We're I want to keep talking to you. The fact that you took the time oh, to dude. listen to it. No, and, seriously. And tell like, us what you think about it's it, ridiculously man. like such a good record. <laughs> but, you know, I know you guys have to go. We'll have to figure something out. Maybe on the Godsmack tour, I got to reunite with you guys. Right. I, Bring it on, I like man. this conversation we're having you're right well, now. You're, you're welcome anytime, my I man. I really appreciate that. Now, for those out there that, you know, the record drops May 4th, attention, attention. What can they expect for the Godsmack tour that's going to be kicking off pretty soon? I think that they, um, as far as everything that we're doing live, just like the record, man, we're never going to phone it in. We're just going to keep <laughs> stepping it up. It'll. Uh, they should expect to see the greatest rock and roll show they've ever been to. Right. You know, and then next year when we when we when we tour more, we'll just keep doing other. <laughs> we'll just keep going to the next place. We don't. We don't have a comfort zone. Yeah. So it's it's always it's the same thing with the records as it is with the live shows. Um, it is we, we're never satisfied. Never rest on our laurels and keep working hard. And right. and it's about everyone in the audience and every one of the listeners and giving them their money's worth and making it worth investing in our band. You know, and I don't mean that monetarily. I mean yeah. investing no, I investing their their souls and their spirits into what we do. Yeah. And uh, we we owe that to them. But at the same time, I want to make sure that you guys are okay. Like this whole depression stuff and, you know, like I want to make sure that you guys are at the same time taking care of yourselves because... Well, we take care of each other. Yeah. Yeah, on a, on a lot of different levels, you know. I mean, the thing is, is even being out here, we're around each other all the time, but we also know like the buttons to push yeah. with each other. And we don't really do that. You know, everybody really kind of focuses on being um, supportive of each other. Um, I think that, you know what, you just got to take it one day at a time. That's not, and I'm not trying to be cliche by saying that, like with me, you know, if you, if you dig into some of my past, you know, it's, it's common knowledge that I have, you know, a substance abuse path and, uh, you know, with, with alcohol and, and with, with drugs, I've never been one to walk around and preach sobriety or being clean or right. what have you, you know, everybody's got to do what they need for themselves. But the fact is, is like, I didn't drink today and I didn't do drugs today. I have no idea what I'll do tomorrow. Cause I can't live like that. Right. Like I have to take it one day at a time. Right. And it's the same thing. Some days you wake up. I mean, Eric can attest to this more because you know, that's kind of why me and him have such a connection with one another. Cause I know where he's coming from. And even though he's not, you know, a drug addict and he's never been an alcoholic he knows that loneliness right. that happens when you're you're not trying to hurt anyone around you you just kind of feel like you're trapped right. but by being with each other and keeping each other accountable you know that allows us you know we're very very lucky that we have each other out here because it does help yeah yeah i mean you know it it's it, it's it's ironic the similarities between depression and drug and alcohol problems because you know i I often say to him, and and he said it to me before too about our about our individual issues. Is I wish I could reach in and pull this thing out of my head and have it never come back, but I can't, and he can't either. And so um, I'm fortunate enough to have my brother here who who helps me 
every day and two other brothers that help me through my issues and and they can tell when i'm down and you know it, it's uh and vice versa yeah you know and and i think it's important for for uh you know for fans to know and for kids and kids especially man to know that that not at my lowest 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 point you know i always knew that it wasn't always going to stay that way yeah and that's the only thing that that, that that can get you through sometimes is knowing that you know that that it, it's only going to get better and i look back at those times and i it, it makes me really appreciate where i am when when things aren't like that right. and there's no control over it man i could wake up tomorrow and be in one of those places you know but right. um you know life's worth living and uh you know whether you, whether you have drug and alcohol problems or, or you have depression, it's it's about the fact that it's not going to stay this way, right. you know. If and, and if you need to get help, get help because that's sometimes the only way to, to have things not you know not stay where they are. And and uh, um, yeah, but uh, we're we're all human beings, you know. We we might we might have the best job in the world and we might be on stage playing music, but it doesn't mean that we're not people. And and you know, life is life. And, you know, we, we, have, we have the same issues that a lot of you have as well. So, Well, again, guys, thanks so much for this record. Like, thanks a lot, man. I needed it, and I think everybody else needed it. So you guys be sure to get Tension Attention May 4th. This is Shine Down. This is Rob. Thanks for watching here on Front Row Live. Hey, it's Rob again. If you enjoyed this interview, please follow for more, and I invite you to head over to my YouTube channel, Front Row Live ENT, where I have thousands of video interviews with my favorite new and established artists. Once again, thank you for tuning in, and have a great night.